Hello, good morning. I'm glad that you, if you're catching this live, I'm glad that you can join us. Um, it's about nine o'clock here, a little bit after nine. I just got back from, I thought our son had soccer practice at 830 because on Thursdays they usually have 830 practice. So his, the school that he practices at is about 15, 20 minutes away. Plus it was raining a little bit. So we went all the way to the school and turns out that his practice isn't until 9.30. So I got my husband on board, who's in the middle of doing our floor upstairs. But I'm like, I got this Facebook Live. I can't, you know, so we might hear some hammering. I'm, I'm hoping that he's, he planned, he just, or not he decided, he agreed to drive um, JJ to back to soccer and then I'll go pick him up. But again, just like a crazy morning because I figured it was perfect timing if he had practice at 8.30. It kind of just fell right in my Facebook Live right in the middle. So, but whatever, we we deal, right? That's what we do. <laughs> so today we are talking about um, the inner mean girl, right? This is that voice, those self-doubts, the self-criticism, the that, that small voice that's in us that stops us from doing what it is that we want to do, like from fulfilling our dreams or from, I can't even talk, from um, making our goals a reality. That inner mean girl can cause lots of havoc and it can prevent us from living our best self. And so that's what we're talking about today. So if you are, give me a second, I am going to share this in my group. Um... It always takes a minute. I did something this week. Um, I started a podcast. I don't even know if it's shared all the way into like Spotify. And um, I got the email that it's through Google and I see that it's through. It is through Spotify iTunes is the one that I'm waiting for, but it's a whole learning curve. Um, but I started a podcast. It's the Moms Without Capes podcast, and I'll put some posts about it and stuff so that you can follow it because at this moment, um, it is not even, I looked this morning on Google Podcasts because that's where I listen to my podcast. And even though I got the email saying, I got to figure this out because I even got the email saying that it was... Um, published or whatever or released because I did two episodes so far and they're not the best episodes. One actually has to do with summer self-care, which I talked about last week on my Facebook live, but I just repurposed it and put it into a podcast. Um, it is so amateur. I, my son was laughing because I was like, I was so proud of myself. Like I did this, I did a podcast and um, I always have a problem typing and talking. And so he, um, we were listening to it. Like I did like a little clip of music for an intro and an outro. And it's just really corny, but it'll get better. I had to start somewhere, right? But look for it. Eventually it'll show up. I, I, I'm thinking it will, if I did the right thing. If you're watching, click on the video to be taken over to my business page. If you're watching this in the monster, uh, Kate's Facebook group. Click on it, and I'm thinking you'll be coming. You'll be able to hop on over to my 
um, business page to leave comments so that I can see. So it can actually be a conversation. So if you're watching this in the moms.keeps group, all right. As I and I put a little, um, I put a little, I did a story on my Instagram live, this, or not Instagram live, on my Instagram account this morning. If you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen it. And I put a little picture of Regina George because Mean Girls is a classic movie. It's, it, you know, it's funny, it's mean, it's like every high school. I'm thinking every high school. It's just very typical that you've got like those mean girls in it. And I always say like when my kids are um, come home with a story, I'm like, you know, kids, kids can be mean. They really can because they're finding themselves and they're um, just struggling, right? Like the hurt people hurt people. And until certain people find like their identity, until not certain people, until we find our identity, we're trying on like different personas and all of that as, a, as an adolescence, which is why it's like a time of turbulence. But that Mean Girl, um, the, the Mean Girl movie, I just love it. In fact, I just watched it a few weeks ago when my daughter was getting her wisdom teeth out. It was on the hospital TV while we were sitting there in recovery and watched it again. Um, so I did an Instagram story and I'm like, you know what? Let's do the original Mean Girl, Regina George. And I put a little picture of her and it just made me giggle because that's, you know, why do what? Hold on one second. Come in. Do you have the keys to your car? Oh, they're on my dresser. You might have to get gas on the way back. Huh? You might have to get gas on the way back. Okay. okay. Love you. Good luck. Okay. Heading back out to soccer practice. All right. So... But like that Regina George, she's just a classic. But when it comes to us being mean girl to ourselves, we really are our own worst critic. We get wrapped up in our mind in all of those self-doubts and such self-criticism that it can stop us in our tracks from ever carrying out our mission or carrying out who we are meant to be, right? Stepping into who we are meant to be. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule, and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Today we are talking about the inner mean girl and how to kick her to the curb and deal with her, right? Get rid of her so that you can step into who you were meant to be. We are our own worst critics, but what are the harmful effects of that? Why, you know, why is it so dangerous to have this mean girl living inside us, those self-doubts and that self-criticism? Well, one, the more we tell ourselves something that is not true, the more we're critical of ourselves, it instills that belief, right? If you, if you tell yourself enough times, you end up believing that it's true, even though it's not true and it no longer serves you. These beliefs are formed from years of like, just think, 
Think of like a child. If a parent was to say, you know, you are stupid, you are ugly to a child, which most of us would not do, that child's going to grow up believing that. And so same thing in our mind. If we continually tell ourselves that we are a failure or that this will never work or, you know, we're silly for believing this or for thinking that we can do this. Every time we tell ourselves that, every time that we let that inner mean girl in our mind speak her mind, we are instilling that belief and that makes it so hard to change. And so that's why it's important to recognize that this mean girl is is in existence, that it's a mean girl that's talking to you in your mind. She's telling you lies and it's time to cut her off. It keeps us stuck. The more we have these self-doubts, the more we get stuck in these toxic patterns that are not going to allow us to step into our best self. It can cause depression, right? All of the classic symptoms of depression, I'm talking about like the lack of motivation, the inability to concentrate, make decisions, the depressed mood, fatigue, all of these symptoms of depression can stem from these self-doubts repeating over and over and over again. The more you let that mean girl rule your life, the, the higher your chances of developing symptoms of depression. And it also damages your relationships, which we're talking about like the, the things we're telling ourselves. But this can clearly impact the way we relate to other people. Because if you can't love yourself, if you can't embrace your strengths and all that is good about you, then you're going to have a really difficult time, if, if not impossible time, to develop the, and grow those relationships with others. Right? You have to love yourself before you love others. And if you let that mean girl rule the roost, it's going to be nearly impossible for you to develop the relationships. And we are social beings as humans. We need relationships. We need to have connections with other people. And that inner mean girl does not want you to do that. She, she's a saboteur. She wants to sabotage those relationships. And so she comes on strong. So you need to kick that girl, that, that, that voice, those self-doubts and the self-criticism to the curb before she can do any of this damage. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with moms without capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. Let's dive into the why. So I want to explain a little bit about the basis of where our thoughts come from and why they're preventing us from doing what it is that we want to do or what we should be doing or what we need to be doing. And when I say should... I don't mean like those expectations that we put on ourselves. I mean like who you were meant to be and what you were meant to do, your, your purpose. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain to you where those thoughts come from. So those thoughts, remember a little bit ago, I just talked to you about those beliefs, those beliefs that are deeply ingrained in us. They're instilled in us from different experiences, from, you know, just 
our experiences growing up, the family that we grew up, things that we've seen, things that we've witnessed, things that we've been part of, like events or experiences. It all starts, it all influences what we believe. And we have beliefs about many things. And there's beliefs that serve us and there's beliefs that don't serve us. And we have beliefs about ourselves, about the world, about others. And all of these beliefs make you who you are. And some of these beliefs are keeping you stuck from becoming who you were meant to be. So your thoughts are all based on these beliefs. You know, we've got, I think like 70,000 thoughts a day. Many of them are on repeat. Many of them are um, thoughts that are reoccurring. And the reason they're reoccurring is because they're based on these beliefs. They all stem from what we believe about ourselves, others, and the world. And so now these thoughts are what influence your feelings, which is why two people can be through the exact same experience and have completely different reactions, like emotional reactions and physical reactions or behavioral reactions. And so these thoughts that you're having, which are based on your beliefs, so your beliefs lead to your thoughts and your thoughts lead to your emotions and how you feel. And so based on your belief, you're going to feel a certain way when you're faced with a situation or an event. That's why two different people can, can have the different reactions. It's because their belief systems are different. Their beliefs are different. And now what you do is also based on these thoughts and these emotions. It's your, the way you perceive the situation that's going to influence how you act or how you behave. And so just because we think it does not mean that it's true. And we're going to dive in in a minute. We're going to dive into how you can tell if a belief or a thought is true, if it's serving you, and if it's something that you need to get rid of. You need to change it and challenge that thought and challenge that belief, shift it to a belief that is serving you. Are you new to self-care and you're not really sure what you could be doing to fill your bucket? Are you struggling to find time to even do anything for yourself? Then I've got a resource for you. I've compiled a list of over 50 ideas of ways that you can practice self-care, all of which take less than 20 minutes to do, are free or close to it, and can be done in and around your house. If you have time to scroll through social media, which can many times make you feel worse about yourself, then you have time to make yourself feel more energetic, fulfilled, and ready to face what life throws at you. To grab your copy of the self-care ideas list, go to www.momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-care-ideas or click the link in the show notes of today's episode. Number one is awareness. I told you we had about 70,000 thoughts a day. A lot of these thoughts are automatic. And today we're talking about those automatic negative thoughts. Those thoughts that those self-doubts, those self-criticisms, those self-isms, <laughs> there's, there's lots of different selves. But those thoughts that are not serving you, that's what we're talking about today. Those thoughts that are keeping you from stepping into your best version. And you need to be aware of them. And there's lots of thoughts 
that come through your mind each day that you react to them, you respond to them without even knowing what you're thinking. So just for example, yesterday, my daughter, uh, my 14 year old's doing volleyball camp and she came, um, she got in the car last night, it's a long day. She was there for 11 hours because she helped at my younger daughter's volleyball camp in the morning. But she got in and she said that she had an anxiety attack. Now she is on anxiety meds, she's seeing a counselor, she got in the car and, and when she told me that, immediately I was like, well, what were you thinking? Because that's where anxiety is stemming from. Those thoughts that you're, th you're having. And so many times they're so automatic because these beliefs that they're based on have been in your mind for years. Like they've been, they're, they're strong, they're part of you. And so your thoughts that you're having, you may not even realize what your thoughts are. So one of the things that I do in clients is we slow down the process to create awareness of what is, what are those thoughts that are going through your mind that's causing the reaction of the anxiety, of the anxiousness. And so asking yourself first, how am I feeling? Am I feeling like there's, there's a gazillion feelings too. We, we tend to go to a handful of feelings. Like, am I feeling anxious for like, is, how my daughter was feeling. Am I feeling lonely? Am I feeling stuck? Am I feeling bored? Like what are the different feelings that you're experiencing? And then what is the thought that would have led me to feel that way? So for example, if it's loneliness, I'm feeling lonely. Well, what thought would have led you to feel that? And it might take some digging to get to that feel that thought that's underlying that feeling. You know, was I thinking that nobody wants to be my friend? Was I thinking that people don't like me? What are the different thoughts that could have led you to feel lonely? And then identify, like becoming aware of like, what is that thought? And then what could that underlying belief be that's causing you to feel that, to think that nobody likes you? You know, is it, I'm unlikable? I don't deserve to be likely, liked? I'm unworthy of being liked? Like, what is that underlying belief that's causing you to think that and feel that? So just becoming aware is step one. And then I want you to look for evidence for and against. Let's go with that loneliness. Let's go with that thought, nobody likes me, right? Nobody, like, let's go back to the inner mean girl. Nobody likes you. Nobody's going to like what you do. And that, that might stop you from starting a business or from going out and meeting some friends or doing anything that would, would cause you to have a better life, right? So that inner mean girl, the saboteur, is going to put those self-doubts. Nobody likes you. You're, you're not likable, right? Look for evidence against, for it and against it. So if that thought is, nobody likes you, you're unlikable, what is the evidence, is there any evidence that exists that says that that thought is true? You may be able to name one or two things, right? Maybe a past experience where you went in and, and you were on stage and you got booed, <laughs> or like something like that where like it's clear evidence, right? But the more important thing is to find evidence against. And I 
um, all, I can almost guarantee you will find, if you sat there long enough, you would be able to find some evidence that goes against that thought of that you're unlikable or that you're not worthy of being liked. And then I want you to shift your perspective. And one way to do this is to say, what would you tell a friend who was in a similar situation? If a friend came to you or a loved one or a kid came to you and said, I don't think anyone likes me, mom, right? You would be able to help them, your child, look for that evidence against. That's going to help you shift perspective. Like, what advice would you give to somebody else? And it's going to help you look outside the box and come up with that evidence that goes against. And then ask yourself, if that's true, what is the worst that could happen? I want you to go there. I want you to go to that worst case scenario. And ask yourself, is this realistic? You know, if the worst case scenario is that you will never have a friend for the rest of your life, is that realistic? I, th I think we could both say no, it's not realistic, right? It's not likely to happen. You've already collected that evidence that goes against it. And so now you're looking at, is that evidence, is it, is the thought true? And if it's realistic, that worst case scenario. And then I want you to come up with the counter statement, something that is more realistic and you want it to be believable, right? We talk about self-affirmations and like, you know, when you, you change those beliefs to, to the opposite, like a counter statement but you want to make it realistic. So perhaps, you know, you, you don't want to go from saying nobody likes me to everybody likes me because that's not realistic. That's not believable. And so you want to shift it to a, to a thought that is realistic, that is believable, and that is more true than the one that's not serving you. So for example, for this one, it would be, I should have did this work beforehand because it's so hard to think on camera and to think in the moment, but you want to shift that to a thought. Say, if your thought was nobody likes me and you've already collected evidence to show that you do, that you would like say, not everybody has to like me, but I'm okay. Like that would be a realistic thought and that would be much kinder to yourself. Not everybody has to like you. And I'm okay with that. Like that's kicking that inner mean girl to the curb and telling her like it is. Telling her like, no, that thought nobody likes me is not going to hurt me anymore. I'm, I'm changing. I'm, I'm taking a stand right now and I'm making it more realistic. I'm going to make, I'm going to live by this new truth. One that's serving you. And then say it out loud. Write it down. This new thought that you've, you've come up with, I want you to write it down. The more senses you can bring into the um, process, like instead of just thinking it, because you're doing the work now, you're, you're reflecting on your thoughts, you're becoming aware of them, you're challenging them, the thoughts are gonna come back. The, the mean girl's gonna come back. She's not gonna retire easily. And so if you write down your new thought, if you tell somebody, if you put it in a place where you're going to see it, the more you put your inner mean girl in, its, in her place and work on making this new thought what, what you think, like making your new thought 
instilling it. Remember, we talk, I talked about how those beliefs are hard to change because they are instilled by years and years of experience of you telling that mean girl, telling you over and over and over again. Well, it can be unlearned. It can be replaced, but it takes work and it takes, you know, tell somebody, write it down, put it where you can see it. All of these other sensual or yeah, sensual like cues can help to change those beliefs or to change that thought. And so challenging that thought will become easier because your thought, the more you practice and with time and practice, that new thought will replace that old thought. And that mean girl won't have such power over you. Be patient with yourself, right? This is self-compassion. Be patient with yourself because it does take time. Rome was not built in a day. That former belief took years and years to develop and become as strong as it is. And the stronger the belief, the longer it's going to take time to replace it. But it is so worth the effort. It's worth taking the time to make that new belief stick with patience, repetition, and time. And then reward yourself. Be proud. Give yourself credit because the inner mean girl does not want you to give yourself credit. She does not want you to be proud or to reward yourself. And so make that a practice. You know, set an alarm on your phone once or twice a day. There's even apps that will let you do that. Like self-affirmation apps that'll just, you know, to take that moment and say, you know, I'm doing a good job. Things are changing. I, I'm... I'm becoming a new person, I'm becoming who I want to be, who I need to be. And stop and reflect on how far you've come. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, Take care of you. You are worth it.